Welcome to episode 14. In this episode, I want to again go back to basics. So this one's about hoovering and it sort of ties in with the YouTube video I put up about whether you should give the narcissist another chance. And this is actually coming up quite a lot in uh, my Facebook group at the moment. Uh, they're coming back or you want them back or they are um, saying they want another chance and that, that's hoovering. This is, I promise to change, all those words. So that's what I want to talk about. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level, becoming the best version of yourself. H is for hoovering. It's a term used to describe being sucked back in following a discard, just like a vacuum cleaner, the abuser attempts to get you back. And this is what I've been talking about. It's coming up quite a lot, as I said in my group. People have said, right, I want a divorce or I want to separate and the abuser comes back and says, please give me another chance. I'm going to talk about what you can do at the end uh, of the podcast and some techniques that you can use. Because for me, the important part of anything that I do, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's in my group, is that I can help you find the tools to um, heal on a deeper level. That That is exactly what I do. I am an intuitive spiritual life coach. I work with the original wound. That's what I do. That's what people pay me to do to help remove those original wounds so that they can heal. Not everybody is at that place, but I, if I can help you on your journey to, to get to that point or just to get out of this relationship or the pain, because I do remember what it's like. It is horrific and that, uh, mind fuckery that happens and you don't know what's right, wrong, up, down, left, right, whatever. You're just so confused. You don't know what to believe. Hoovering does this to you. They come back and I'll talk about some of the terms that they do, but hoovering is an attempt to get you back. It's following a discard. Now, it might also be if you've actually um, left the relationship, you might experience hoovering. So it's used during that discard stage. It's to hook you back in to the relationship, ensuring that you're more focused on protecting the relationship than you are on protecting yourself. You might have been treated to some hoovering when you started to see who they really were. You saw the red flags. You saw what was going on. Or maybe you were questioning their behavior, realizing it wasn't particularly healthy. Perhaps uh, you were asking for guidance from friends and family and they swoop back in. They shower you and hoover you back in and nurture you back towards that um, pedestal that, that that you're trying to attempt to climb off. You might experience hoovering at the end of the relationship. If they sense that you're on the move, if you have um, decided that this relationship isn't for you, they're like a vampire. They swoop back in, hook you back up and drain you of all of your energy. 
you're an object to the abuser, something that initially they desired. They saw you as nice and shiny and they saw what you were able to do for them. And then as they drain you of this energy, as they drain you of your money, as they drain you of any resource that you've got, you start to dull. And this is why they move on or they go round looking for supply in other areas. And supply is energy, it's attention from other people. You might be, you know, number one supply, but as they've drained you of everything, if you can't keep up with them financially or energetically, they move on. I've, I describe this as a, um, as them being electric cars and I might have even done this in another podcast or even a couple where they move. So they come home in the evening and they plug in to their charge point, which is you. And then once they're charged overnight, they move off during the day and they plug into other people. So this might people people that they work with, it might be people that they're having other relationships with, it might be people they're paying to have sex with, it might be people they're interacting with in other areas. It might people might be people at a pub or a bar that they go to. It's anyone that's going to give them attention and they just plug into them, drain them of the attention and move off. But these are secondary sources of supply, whereas you might have been their um, primary source of supply. As I said, you're like an object. Initially, you were nice and shiny and sparkly, and then your light starts to dim. And they can detect changes in behavior, like you might detect changes in their behavior, they can do the same. And if they felt that you were on the move, if they felt that you were going to move away from them, if you were um, wanted to come out of that relationship, they will treat you to that hoovering. They will take you back and they will place you back on that pe pedestal, shower you, make you, they confuse you because you're then wondering whether you've got it right okay, was I right? Did I, you know, when you were questioning their behavior, because what they're doing now is showering you with these gifts or treating you in the way that they did at the uh, beginning of the relationship. There's another thing that they can't stand is you're not allowed to discard them. That's down to them when they choose the time and the place and they think you've got nothing left, they will discard you. And that's their choice at their times. Those are their rules. However, if you go and break away and they see this as a discard uh, they, and you discard them, that they'll swoop back around. This hoovering will be done because they can't lose face. It has to be on their terms. So they might come back, hoover you, and then discard you. So as I said, I'm hearing a lot at the moment whether the narcissist will change if they should give them another chance. You know, particularly if there are children involved, there's this connection, this deep connection uh, that they believe the victim, the real victim, believes that has taken place. And they're craving, this craving that they don't want to let go of. So the question I hear and read is, will they change if I give them another chance? You can take a horse, you could paint it white, and you could put black stripes on it. It won't be a zebra, it's still going to be a horse. When they come back in a hoovering attempt, they'll be claiming regret and sorrow over what they've done. They don't regret anything. They regret losing control of you. They might regret not picking up sooner that you were going to make an attempt to escape out of the relationship. 
or if they're trying to hoover you back after a discard that they've created, it might be that their relationship didn't work out with the person that they've discarded you for, or it was just part of that discard. It might be, oh, we're supposed to be together, we're soulmates, you're the only one that's ever understood me. You shouldn't be going through this alone. And if the hoover's successful, they whiz you back round to the idealization stage. And if it was you that did the uh, escape, you were the one that got out of that relationship. They work extra hard to understand where they went wrong. So they'll be retracing their steps. They'll be looking like a um, computer programmer. They'll be looking at all the codes that they put in place. You were supposed to stay in the relationship. It's them who's in control. How, um, where have they made the mistake that you've managed to get out or you've seen the person behind the mask. As I said, the emotional abuser and the narcissist, they don't see people, they see objects. And it's just like having all the pieces of a chessboard in front of you. Each piece has a different value. And you might be their queen or their bishop. Children are usually pawns, but the roles are interchangeable. They will reinstate you as their queen. And it doesn't matter what gender you are you will always be the queen is the highest person because they are always the king they are the highest person on the board so even if you're with a female narcissist they will be the king depending on how satisfied they are with you what you they can still get out of you they will take you back to that position and that idealization and um, once you're hooked back in they then take you around and they might go straight into discard or they might do a bit of devaluation discard and this will happen until there's nothing left of you and this is part of the cycle of abuse so the hoovering is a technique to create those trauma bonds because you're wondering what you did wrong we were working so well and all of a sudden the dynamics changed and they've disappeared but it's part of their toolkit to trap you in that relationship and then hoovering is bond you even further into the relationship and it might be that they now realize what you had together and that they can't function without you or that you're their missing part that they might declare that you were the one that got away uh, that you're meant to be together that they've realized the mistakes that they've made and that uh, you're the only one who's ever understood them and you might have heard this before and here they are making contact with you again and it might be something that you want you might want them to make contact and they pull out everything with the hoovering they use their charm to connect with you and they remind you of the person that they were at the beginning of the relationship when you first met them and they sprinkle in maybe a little bit of pity play you know playing the victim in order to gain your sympathy and to invoke a bit of compassion in you there will be no reflection they don't reflect on what they've done you're an object therefore you have no feelings they might fake reflection because they've realized that's what you're looking for or that's what they need they tell you what you need they think you need they tell you what they think you want to hear they tell you what they think they can get away with they will agree with you because you're asking them to and they know the end result is them coming back into that relationship hooking you back up and they're your drug of choice but they have no idea what it means because they can't take responsibility and they don't see that it, this is their fault or anything that they've done is their fault. It's all yours. So in order to get back into the relationship, 
and manipulate the situation, they will act with contrition. Self-reflection is an illusion, just like the man in the moon isn't real. They will use the words that they believe you want to hear in order for them to get back to where they want to be. The hoover is done to bring you back into control. And what a hoover does is confuses your emotions and it makes you more susceptible to believing them and giving them another chance. So the question is, and as I said, has been asked a lot and it is coming up a lot at the moment, should I give the narcissist or the emotional abuser another chance? If you're wondering if you should give them another chance, then start with this. First of all, ask them to give you the space so that you can make some decisions. Ask them to go no contact and just see how that feels. See how your brain functions, how you feel in the space that you've been given. If they won't give you that, then this is a violation of a boundary. And we all know they love a boundary. If you've got children together, you can say to them, I will look at emails at a certain time. So if you need to make contact with me, it has to be done by email at this address and it will be, if it needs response straight away, I will respond. If it can be left a few days, then I will leave it for a few days and I'll respond when I'm ready. See how that feels. See how empowering that feels and see what your responses got you get from them because they won't like it. And while you have the space to sit and think and look at your relationship, start asking yourself, how many chances have you actually given them? Some might have not led to you leaving or them leaving. There might have been warnings that have been in place. So ask yourself now, what is different about this situation? What is different now that changes the dynamic that they want to change? Why do they want to change this time and they didn't want to change multiple times before? And then ask yourself, if this doesn't work, do you want to be in the same place in six months time, a year's time, three years time, five years time? And then look at the patterns and write out how long that this happened, if you have been and you've given them multiple chances to change, uh, to change their behavior, if they're physically abusive, has that changed? If they're cheating on you, has that changed? And so look at the patterns and see when this happened last time, if it has happened uh, before, what was the, what's the difference? And what was that idealization stage? How long did that go on for? Did it last for a few weeks? Was it a few months? Was it a couple of years? And then you found that you woke up one day and you found yourself back in the same relationship. This question is, why do they want to change this time? And they haven't changed before when they've promised that they wanted to change before. What makes this point in your life or this point in your relationship different now? And then look at the excuses. What was their excuse as to why it didn't work? And did they blame you? Another red flag. A horse isn't a zebra. A zebra isn't a horse. If you're in a relationship with an emotional abuser, a narcissist, a sociopath, a psychopath, the chances are the stories you're being told aren't real. There's a big con. They don't see you as a person, you're an object and therefore you have no feelings and your role is to supply. That is where we get confused. That's where we think they care and they don't. And hoovering 
is just one of the techniques that they use to bond you into that relationship. I'm sending you loads and loads of love until next time.